Hi, and welcome to this new episode of Health by M, the podcast with me, Mathilde, your host. And this week, we will go over something that I find very interesting. And it's a topic that there's so much to talk about and cover. So I believe this episode will be more of an intro to it. And we will definitely come back to this topic more in the podcast. And this topic is the ego. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I believe that becoming aware of our ego and this part of ourselves is really one of the best things that we can do both for our personal development, but also for our well-being in general. And I'm going to just explain a little bit how this process has been for me and what I've learned. And I also have a book tip and some other things I want to share around this. So let's start right away. And the ego is that fear and survival driven part of us that often tells us the things that we can't and shouldn't do. I believe it's also referred to as our monkey mind, sometimes the devil on our shoulder. And it's often portrayed as this bad part of ourselves and mind. And I mean, it's not just bad, actually, it exists because it's sometimes needed to protect us. Like I mentioned before, it's a survival instinct and it is needed but I think especially in today's world it's not needed as often anymore and it can sometimes be a bit too loud and active. I believe that today's society can be very ego boosting like especially media, in the news, on TV and so on. It's very much about gossip, dramatic tabloids to sell likes and clicks and so on and our ego loves drama, it loves gossip, so all those things will fuel it. And if you want to learn more about this definition of the ego and what it's actually about, I can highly recommend the book by Michael Singer called The Untethered Soul. This is so, so good. It's an easy read. I believe it's like under 200 pages or something. And it's so interesting and it's so good and he explains it so well in the beginning and it's actually such a funny story how he talks about the ego in a way that makes you feel like oh my god it's so true I have this crazy voice inside of me and I listen to this all day long and I believe he starts saying he, he's, he's describing a friend sounding like a, a crazy person honestly and then he says, like, yeah, he, he describes a person and who's absolutely crazy, nuts. And he's like, would you like to have this as a friend in your life? And you would be like, eh, no, thank you. This person is absolutely crazy. And then he continues and describes this person. And he's like, would you like to have this as your roommate living in your home? And you're like, oh, my God, I would die. And then... <laughs> He says, well, how would it feel like to have this person living inside of your head? And then that's where he explains that this is how it is. Your ego is this friend, this voice that tells you all the things that you can't do, the negative things about yourselves, how, how you look, how you act, what you do, you know, all of this negative self-talk and I think his story, I mean, he obviously writes so much better about it in his book than what I explain now, but just to give you a little view of what he does, 
he tells this story in such a great way and he makes you understand how crazy it is that we have this voice inside of us. I believe it's also him who says that the only difference between a crazy person and a normal person is that the crazy person actually tells the things inside of its head out loud. And I think that's so true as well, because when when you think about it, we all have these crazy things we tell ourselves. Unfortunately, I don't think that many of us can say that we are our own best friend. We always have these really negative comments, disencouraging things to say about our behavior, performance, and so on. And we would never say certain things to our friends and family, yet we tell them to ourselves every single day, all day long. And again, I just really recommend you reading that book if you want to learn more. And it's so interesting and it really gives you that overview and understanding of what the ego is, how it works. And for me, I think when I read this book, that was something really clicked and I understood that, okay, this is so true. I have this voice inside of me and one of the most important key takeaways is also that I am not this voice. I'm not these thoughts. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot as well. There is a monk in Sweden. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, but uh, his name was Björn Attiko Lindeblad. And he's written an amazing book called I May Be Wrong. And yes, it's actually translated in English as well. I can highly recommend that as well. And he said that one of the main things he learned after all those years was to not believe in everything he was thinking, to not believe all of his thoughts. And I think that's really interesting. So he definitely became aware of the ego and how these thoughts are not true and how we tell ourselves things every single day that aren't true. And it's like with, you know, when you meditate, it's kind of you would like sometimes to just click on a remote and turn off the thoughts coming. And yeah, unfortunately, we can't, but we can choose what we pay attention to. I often say this in my meditation classes that if any thoughts come up, unfortunately, we can't prevent them from coming, but we can choose how much time and energy we want to spend on them. And a similar thing with our ego. I think as long as we are aware of its existence, that's when it kind of loses its power. It's like the darkness disappears once you switch on the light. And when you look at the ego, when you call it out and you you see what it's doing, that's when it loses its power. And that's when it's not as bad anymore because you are aware of what's happening. And I believe awareness really is the key here. Because if we are aware, then we can observe from an outside perspective. And going on to what I have learned from becoming aware of my ego and really working on this, because it's not also the most easiest process, because it is a lot of fear around this. And it's a lot of you know, sometimes fear of being called out on certain behaviors or thoughts or the fear of being wrong. So yeah, it can definitely be a tough process. And um, you may experience guilt and shame and other uncomfortable feelings when you become start to become more and more aware of the ego. And 
Something that I've understood from this during my process is that I sometimes do things to sabotage for myself um, because I'm scared. And I think that's also interesting to look at and observe that once something, whether it be a thought or a behavior action, comes from fear, that's when the ego is involved and that's when something is a little bit off. The goal is to have our thoughts and actions coming from love, but that can be really hard. So for me, it's really been interesting to observe everything that I've been, you know, not everything, but sometimes when I've been observing what I've been saying or doing and so on, I can see that, uh uh-huh, okay, this comes from a place of fear. This means that my ego is involved. What's happening here? Why am I triggered? And that has really been interesting. And I've learned so much about myself and people in general and my mind, how it works. And I think it's such a powerful tool to have this awareness and the possibility to be able to detach yourself from what's happening from a situation, a thought behavior and just look at it from a distance being able to see it from an outside perspective and look at it, maybe even criticize it in yourself in a way, or at least, you know, call out on your own behavior and be like, Oh, wait, why did I say that or do that? That wasn't that great. And even though that can be really hard, I mean, for the ego, that's really hard. But once you're aware of it, it's easier, in my opinion, to take criticism and call out your own behavior on yourself, because you know that you are not your ego. And I believe Michael Singer explains this so well in his book that he's like, but of course, you are not your ego and these thoughts because you can hear them. And I think that really makes sense. Yes, that can be a bit confusing and hard to grasp, maybe, because you're like, okay, but who am I then? But I mean, regardless of who you think you are, like, or what you think you are, your soul, um, source of energy or whatever you that, that might resonate with you, I believe that based on his explanation, we can all agree on that we are not our thoughts and our ego, because we can hear them. And Well, for me, I think, again, he probably explains it better in his book, but for me, that really resonated and it gave me so many aha moments. And I was like, okay, that's true. I am the observer. I am not these thoughts. So if I'm thinking something that aren't that great, like if I'm in a very low vibrational state and I'm doing something that is, I don't know, hurting myself or somebody else, it's easier to change that. And I mean, first of all, it's easier to actually observe and see how this thought or action wasn't that great because I'm now detached and I can easier take that criticism because I know it's not me. And then it's hence easier to change because I have now observed from an outside perspective. I don't know if this makes any sense. I I hope so. But I mean, all this is a bit hard to I don't know, explain, um, put into words. But yeah, these are just some thoughts that have come up for me in this process. (music) 
As you might know by now, Saqqara is one of my favorite brands ever when it comes to wellness and nutrition. And I am beyond excited to be one of their ambassadors and to be able to offer this incredible deal and discount with you. So in addition to various amazing products like supplements, bars, teas, and so on, Saqqara offers science-backed, nutritious, organic, ready-to-eat meals that you order online directly to your home. And this is really something I love about Saqqara, that they make healthy eating so easy and fun. And their incredible meals really show how good healthy food can taste and how there are endless of ways to be creative with plant-based foods. And when eating Saqqara, I always get so inspired to elevate my wellness and to keep nourishing my body with good, nutritious foods. And now at this time of the year, after summer and when it's time to get back into routines, Saqqara's Fall Reset is the perfect meal program to sign up to. So you know for sure that you will get all the nutrients and fuel you need to start this new season healthy. And Saqqara offers this four-week-long Fall Reset meal program. And the upcoming start dates are September 18th, September 25th, and October 2nd. So you can join any of those dates and you just have to apply the Wednesday before. And in addition to these nutritious and delicious meals you get during these four weeks, you will also get a complimentary sweater from Lalini in an exclusive Saqqara green, plus one month access to the Sculpt Society founded by celebrity trainer Megan Roop. So if you are ready for four weeks of transformation, amazing food, exclusive gifts, and the best possible start to this new season, you should definitely click on the link to Saqqara that I have provided in this episode's show notes and sign up immediately before time runs out. This is a limited edition program. They're only doing this season. And the best of all, everybody, both new and existing customers to Saqqara get 20% off this program if you use the code XOHEALTHBYM. And if you are a new customer, you also get 20% off everything else on their website. But exclusively to this fall reset, both existing and new customers get the discount, the 20% off when using the code XOHEALTHBYM. So you find the link and the code in the show notes. And don't forget to take advantage of this amazing offer if you're interested. Then another incredible deal I just have to share with you is from IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which I am a proud ambassador for as well. I did my holistic health coaching education at this incredible school, and I can't recommend it enough. It's definitely one of the best things I've ever done. It changed my life, and it really was a kickstart to Health by M, and a great deal of the most successful wellness brands and entrepreneurs that we have today has taken this program. And the visiting faculty also includes some of the biggest names within the industry, like Deepak Chopra, Melissa Boteppeberg, Danielle Dubois, Sahara Rose, and Gabby Bernstein, just to name a few. And once you enroll and start going through the modules, it's really easy to understand why so many love this school and program. I think it's because you really get to cover the whole foundation of holistic health. You go over everything from macronutrients, mindful movement and spirituality, 
to career, finances and relationships. So this course has helped me so much when it comes to health and wellness, both personally and professionally. And if you want to learn more about holistic health and how to better take care of yourself, your loved ones, or maybe you want to pursue a career within this industry, I would even go as far as saying this is an essential program and definitely the course for you. So if you sign up this month in September and use my name, Mathilde Vergeland, as your referral, you get $1,800 off the program. Yes, you heard that right. You get $1,800 off tuition. So if you've been thinking of signing up to this program before, now is definitely the time. And in the show notes, you find the spelling of my name and a link to IIN where you can get more information and also try a free sample class. And by using my name as a referral and the code from Sakara, you also get to support Health by M and this podcast as I earn commission. So I hope you like these incredible deals. And now let's go back to the episode. So like I said, I think becoming aware of the ego, it really gives you a distance and outside perspective. I think it's easier to take feedback and criticism. I, I think it's easier to analyze our own behavior because we can separate ourselves from what's happening. And therefore, I think it's less drama. You take things less personally. It just makes life less dramatic. And that's really nice. <laughs> and I think it's also easier to see our fears clearly. And fears can be really hard to both feel, accept and observe. But I think when we become aware of our ego and our fears, it gets easier and we can see them again from an outside perspective. And in that way, I've found it easier to reach goals because you become so aware of more parts of yourself, even the ones that are a bit hard for some reason to admit. I mean, ideally, we would like to be fearless. And sometimes it can be hard to admit that we have fears. But when we come, can look at them and become aware of them without feeling that criticized and bad, because we know it's coming from a place of ego and fear, I think it's easier to change, do the things we have to do, and then it's easier to reach our goals because very often fear stands in our way to reaching our goals. So yeah, it's not an easy process, but I can definitely encourage you to learn more about this and challenge yourself to look at your own thoughts, behaviors, to start with things like, why am I doing this? Why am I saying this to myself? Why am I thinking this about other people? Why do I feel triggered in these situations? Because triggers are really interesting as well. Super hard though. It can be really hard to look at and admit because whenever something is triggering us it has to do with us very often it has to do with something inside ourselves and not the other person or situation and so on and something that can be really interesting to look at as well is the difference between our intuition and our fear and ego and in my opinion in my experience i believe that intuition is what is felt in a split second and often in the gut or elsewhere in the body, whereas fear often comes as a thought a few seconds after. I, I know 
it's a bit hard to explain maybe and I don't know maybe you have another definition or experience I think it can be a bit hard to explain this as well but maybe you notice a difference between these two next time a situation comes up where you might have to make a choice about something or so on so this was just a short little introduction episode I hope it's not too confusing the things that I'm trying to say and share. This is a really interesting topic, I think, and I would love to talk about it more. I would love to hear from you as well, what your experience is. Maybe you have read a lot about the ego in your yoga practice, for example. I've done that. There are a lot of other books as well. Let me know if you want any recommendations. But again, I can definitely recommend Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul, and then also Björn Atikolin the Blood's I May Be Wrong. Those books are really good. But if you have any tips, and if you want any other tips from me, and I would also love to hear your experience as well. What conclusions have you come to during your ego journey and discovering of your ego and yourself? What kind of insights has this given you and so on? So I hope that this made some sense, at least. And I also hope that you liked the deals I talked about from Sakara and IIN. I can highly recommend signing up for those. IIN changed my life and Sakara is just incredible. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care. Bye.